Welcome back to the Leave Inspired Podcast. Today, I have a guest who is going to be talking all about beginning photography and tips that we all wish we knew when starting. So let's go ahead and jump into it. Welcome to the Leave Inspired Podcast with me, your host, Emily Denny. If you're a photographer, entrepreneur, small business owner, or creative looking for tons of tips, direction, and of course, inspiration when it comes to starting your business, then I'm so excited you're here and can't wait to share all I've learned. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. Today, we have Hattie with us with Hattie Elizabeth Photography, and I just wanted her to start off by telling us a little bit about her business, how she started photography, and the clients she served. So, hi, Hattie. Hi, it's so good to be here. I'm so excited. It's so good to have you here. I'm so excited to hear all all about all your tips and everything for beginner photographers, but definitely tell us a little bit about yourself, your business, all that kind of fun stuff. Um, I'm a wedding photographer based in Arkansas and I travel around basically everywhere. (laughs) Um, And I've been doing photography for about five years now, but I've only been doing weddings for just a little over a year. And you started in college and everything too, right? Yeah. So my senior year of high school, I kind of just bought like a $300 camera and it was like a kit, one of those like camera kits that you buy with like the lens and everything, the bag and everything. Um, so I just like bought that. It was like, kind of like with birthday money. Um, and I just wanted to like have it to take random photos. I don't know. I was just super interested in it. And So I would take pictures of like my cousin in a field or like (laughs) friends, like I'm sure my friends thought I was so annoying. I was taking pictures of just like anything and I didn't know how to like edit. I didn't know how to do any of that. So that's kind of when I started. And then people like started asking me like families, like just take, take our family pictures and I would charge them like $40. Okay. Like I didn't even know what it wasn't a business. I didn't even know what what I was doing. Yeah. Um, and then. I kind of took a break for a while because I was in college and kind of focusing on my degree. And then during COVID, I kind of started shooting again. So that was in 2020. And then end of 2020, I decided, you know what? Oh, I, in 2020, I graduated in December of 2020. And then I was like, you know what? I really like photography because that's when I kind of started loving it again. And So end of 2020, I was like, you know what? I don't really love what I'm doing. Like I I got a full-time job and I did not like it. I hated it. It was like an office job. What was it? And I was like, um, it was in um, office management. It was for like medical. It was like a medical business. Anyway, didn't like it. I just didn't like being like sitting at a desk all day. And so I was like, I really love photography. And I really think that I can like, do this full time. Um, and I had really no clue what I was doing, but I knew that I wanted to do it. So what a beginning of, um, 2021 in January, I quit my job. Um, and I was just like, I'm going to pursue photography. I'm going to see where this goes. And thankfully it went good because (laughs) I'm still doing it now. But yeah, that's when I started. Um, I went to a styled shoe at the beginning of 2021. And I kind of learned, um, I met a few people. Um, and then that's kind of where like weddings started for me was beginning of 2021 in January, February area. 
So yeah. That's so fun. And do you primarily do just weddings? You do engagements and couples um, too, right? Yes. I primarily do couples and weddings. Um, I kind of got away from like families and seniors and stuff like that. So I'm just kind of doing couples and weddings right now. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. And you're from Arkansas just so. Yes. Right? Okay. And then are you in Bentonville, Fayetteville? What? Um, I'm in the Fort Smith area. The Fort so Smith that's area. like, that's right. Yeah, that's like an hour from Fayetteville. All that area. Yeah. yeah. No, that's so fun. And it's funny that you like say that like your starting story, because I feel like it's very similar to my starting story too, of just like charging like yes. dirt cheap for like little things. Mm-hmm. And then just kind of going from there and figuring out that you like wanted to do it full time. I even was like yes. in the medical kind of area and then decided like, I definitely did not want to do that and start with photography. Yes. I feel like we're so similar. I, I think so too. I think we're very similar <laughs> with like how we started and even like when we yes. started, we both like started kind of our journeys at the same time. Okay. So going to just dive into these questions here. Um, but one of the things I want to ask you is what is one thing that you wish you kind of knew whenever you started photography? Okay. So when I started, like I said, I was just kind of like all in, like mm-hmm. I was just, I was doing this and I feel like something I wish I would have known in the beginning is it doesn't happen overnight. Like it doesn't, you're not going to get a ton of weddings. Like yes, the first day that you start, it's a slow process. And throughout the year of 2021, I started getting, you know, more and more clients and like building my portfolio. And I really think that me comparing myself to like other photographers in the beginning, because obviously I wanted to like find inspiration, you know, what, what is everyone else doing? And I think that kind of helped me back a little bit. I think I really wish that I would have just kind of like done my thing and like just done what I wanted to do instead of Mm -hmm. like trying to see what everyone else was doing, because obviously you can't just copy what someone else is doing because it's not going to work for you. But yeah, I think comparison was a big thing for me in the beginning. And I feel like that's with everyone. Um, oh, for sure. Comparison is a big thing. But I feel like it just held me back a lot, like with the beginning of my business. Yeah. And I feel like even coming from like a small town, because for those of you who don't know, we grew up in like the same area. But for the like also growing up in a small town, it's like harder, I feel like, in a sense, to even mm-hmm. doing that. I don't know how you feel, but just because there's like so few people doing photography and usually like, you know, who they are or worked with them before or whatever. And so you're like firsthand seeing their work and like always on and like the same places too. Like you're shooting in the same places, same areas, same venues. So it's like hard not to compare yourself to those people and like hard not to compare yourself to those styles because they're just like right there in your area. Yes, exactly. Like in another thing, like you'll see like people in your area that have been doing it two years, five years, 10 years, whatever you're going to, you see like, Oh, they have weddings like every weekend. Like, Oh, they're getting so many clients. Like they look so successful. Yeah. And in reality, you just started, you're not going to be where they are. Like you might be where they are in two years or whatever, but comparing yourself to someone who's been doing it for five, 10 plus years, is not a good thing. Right. No, it's funny. Cause I actually was talking to someone about this the other day and I was using like this, like, uh, 
just kind of like visual with them about like, mm-hmm. if you saw someone eating a cupcake and you were like, oh, I really, really want that cupcake. Why don't I have one? Like that would be dumb because it's like, you didn't go and get that cup. Like you didn't go to get it yourself. Like right. in order to get it, you would have to go out, probably get a job to be able to make some money. Then you'd have to research cupcake companies. You'd have to right. go in, grab one and then bring it back and eat it. Like you have to go through like the steps yeah. it takes to get one. It would be silly to just automatically like question why you weren't eating one too. Like at the same moment that they were eating one, like that would just be dumb yeah. because like, obviously you need to like do the steps to actually go and like get that and achieve that. And that's like a silly example, but I was like using that example the other day, because I think so often we like see other people and we're like, wait, why am I not there? But like, we forget like the steps right. it took to actually get there. Yes. There's so much to like get to where you want to be. Um, and you can do it. It's just, it takes some time and some effort. Um, and that's, a, I love that. I yeah. really, I think that's good. Yeah. And I feel like that's definitely something I definitely learned as I go. I'm even learning it now. Like I'll still get stuck mm-hmm. in that and like have to relearn that, that, yes. you know, it takes time to grow this business. It takes time to like develop the tools you need. And like, that's what I always also say is just gain the tools that you need as you go, like as you go in the process um, and just like keep adding to your toolbox, um, different steps, because yes. I also thought like, oh, I just need to start here and then it'll just take off. And then I forgot like A, B, C, D all down the road, but I couldn't get overwhelmed with all of them at first, like all the different steps, because it was going to take time to get there and take time to like develop the business. That's so true. Okay. Actually going into this question, then I wanted to ask about your style specifically. So I love your style. Like I'm, I'm following you on Instagram. Um, Me and Maddie second shot together um, a while back before I moved to New York city, but um. I literally love your style and it's like, I've seen it grow and develop too, like along the way. So I just wonder like how you found your editing style, how you found your just like style while shooting, like posing, talking to your clients through that. I just want to like hear about that. Yeah. Thank you. Um, since last summer ish, uh, I was still kind of finding my style. I had just kind of like dipped my toes in like the wedding industry. Yes. Um, and and I didn't do my first like solo wedding until May of 2021. So that was like okay. my first one. And then since then I had kind of like been trying to figure out what my editing style looked like, what I really liked and re- what I could do. And it took a, took a good, good while. I feel like to kind of like really nail down what kind of editing I liked. And I still like second guess myself. I'm like, do I like this? It's so hard, but like finding the style that you like is hard because there's so many presets out there. And then people are like, make your own. So it's like, what do you do? And I ended up buying my own presets and kind of like tweaking them a little bit to how I liked them. And then also another thing is um, location for finding your style. So like you'll see people in like the mountains or like Utah, which has like the orange colors and like very neutral colors. And people see that and they're like, how do I get that style? And I'm like, well, most places uh, or most pictures depend on what's the word. Most like editing styles depend on locations. 
Yeah. Does does that make sense? So like to me being in Arkansas, you kind of have to like work with what you got (laughs) with like locations and stuff. (laughs) And your style kind of comes from like your couples and what they wear and locations. But I feel like I've kind of figured out how I like my style and figuring out posing is a lot of just practice. The more you shoot, the more you learn like how to pose people and just kind of like knowing your way around a photo shoot. Shooting your first wedding to shooting your like 10th wedding is a lot different because you've learned so much throughout that time and every wedding is different and you just kind of learn stuff like that and finding your style is hard I think because there's so many uh, like different photographers out there and you're like confused on like what you should do because there's so many different styles also taking inspiration from like Pinterest and other photographers helps a lot with like posing also you kind of just have have to have an artistic eye you just have to see it and like imagine it and then just shoot it it's been interesting trying to figure out um editing style (laughs) yes no I totally agree and I love how you said like even you mess around with it while you're just like at the shoot, like how your couple mm-hmm. forms themselves together and what they're wearing and messing around with your surroundings. But I also thought it was cool. And I never really thought about this before, but like how location does matter. Like the color schemes are going to be different in different areas. Like for me, I'm in New York. And so it's going to be a lot more like darker, moody kind of lighting, mm-hmm. just like in general. And like the colors in like the city are obviously like browns and like dark colors. And so you're not going to get, you know, like the mountainy colorful trees kind of like moment here. Um, so I love how you said that because Mm -hmm. I think so often too, people can try to be even like creating a style in like their area, but they're like realizing they're not like using the tools that they have around them. They're trying to like create something that they might not have. And so I love how you said that because I feel like that is really important to like even recognize what you have, what you're working with, and then like play around with that while you're creating your style. I also like was also the same way as you, as I, for my editing style, got presets, like bought presets that I like loved. And then like did a high key, like tweak of those and messed around with how they used their settings and how I liked it and added different edits onto it. And then kind of created my own editing style based on that. And I feel like a lot of photographers do that is they buy Mm -hmm. a certain preset and then kind of play around with it and then eventually create their own. Yeah. And like I, I heard me and this other photographer were on our way to a wedding and we were like talking about this and we were like, our pictures compared to like someone in, like I said, like you, Utah is like my example or like somewhere like with really pretty scenery. Like we have pretty scenery in Arkansas, but like, it's just different. And so like our pictures compared to their pictures is going to look like completely different. Even, even if we use the same like editing style it's going to look so different because of location. Um, and I think that's a big thing for people just starting out is your location doesn't like define you as a photographer. You just kind of have to work with it, what you have and you can't try to be like someone in Hawaii because it's not going to be the same. So that's, I think that's a hard thing. because like I said, comparison, you're comparing yourself maybe to someone who's in a whole different place than you. Like if I were to compare myself to you as like, you're in New York, I'm not in a city. (laughs) That wouldn't be good for me because there's no point in comparing myself to you 
because of the whole, like whole different locations. Like I can't try to achieve that in not that area. I guess that makes sense. But yeah, I think that's a big thing for like people just starting out. Um, is just kind of like know where you are, um, work with what you have and you can make it work for where you are. Yeah, no, I love that. I think that's so true. And just something that people don't think about. I feel like whenever Mm -hmm. it even does come to comparison, just like the cupcake example, you can't compare yourself if you haven't like either journeyed into that or figured that out yet, or literally physically there. And so just like Mm -hmm. recognizing that, um, I think really helps, um, just like figure out like the tools you have, because that doesn't mean they're less than anyone else's tools. It's just like Mm-mm. utilize them well, because they might not like a wrench isn't going to work on somewhere. A screwdriver is going to work. So like you have to figure exactly. out like, what your tools work in. I love that. Exactly. Um, okay. And then I wanted to talk about just also your, cause I know I have a lot of people also asking when they are beginners, like, so you second shot, like how, do you go from second shooting into going into your weddings full-time, like doing the whole thing yourself? Like, how do you make that transition from second shooting to going into your own weddings? Yeah. So starting second shooting is probably like a big thing for like beginners, I would say. Um, Cause you kind of get the feel of it, but you're not the one like solely in charge of this wedding. Um, I think before you even do your a wedding solo, you should probably try to reach out to like photographers in your area and second shoot. Um, just because that's like really good networking and just getting to know like people in your area in the same industry as you is really great. Um, and it helps a lot more than you would think. And so going from second shooting, um, you kind of learn from the first shooter, um, and you kind of figure out how to like navigate your way around a wedding day. Cause then once you're on your own, you kind of remember, oh, we did this, this timeline and like that really worked and that was great. So once you've been to like a wedding and second shot, I think solo shooting is a little bit easier, but yeah, going from second shooting to a solo wedding is pretty nerve wracking. I think my first wedding was like four hours. I think it wasn't very long. Like it was a really small, like intimate wedding. I mean, it was great because I knew the client, like I knew her. It was really chill. Like it was super easy. And I really like loved that that was my first wedding because it went so great. It did rain on us like during the ceremony and then after for pictures, but it still was great. I don't know. Finding confidence and shooting your first wedding is, I don't know. It's kind of tough because you're kind of on your own. You're doing this. I mean, it's someone's wedding day. My big thing is like knowing your settings when you're by yourself, I think is a big thing. Um, knowing how to like pose people like by yourself, knowing how, like the timeline and how to like keep things in order, um, is a big thing. Cause like, you're probably the person, if they don't have like a wedding planner, you're probably the person kind of like orchestrating the whole wedding. Yeah. Like you're, you are the wedding planner. Um, and that's another big thing is some newer photographers do weddings and they probably don't have like a wedding planner or like someone coordinating the whole thing. Mm-hmm. So you're like photographer and a wedding planner at the same yeah. time. That's um, definitely happened so that's, to me. Yeah. And so like knowing how to like navigate a wedding on your own, I would say just like researching and talking to other photographers um, is another big thing. Um, like I said, networking 
just finding people that are doing the same thing as you and then learning your setting camera settings is another big thing because lighting situations change quickly like indoor settings versus outdoor settings could be really dark could be really bright (laughs) during a wedding day so no yeah that's so true and I love how you even said like just have those basic necessities down like know your Mm -hmm. lighting know how to pose people know how to like go about a wedding day in general like have an idea of how that all works and then Mm -hmm. I think at that point like you should be good to go for like starting your first wedding and the thing is you're not going to feel like a hundred percent, maybe your first wedding and there's going to be nerves there. But as long as you do, like you said, have those key factors of like, you know how to do this, you know how to work a camera, you're confident in that. Then I think it's a great, that's a great time to step into a wedding, to step into something like that. Um, because I don't think you'll ever mm-hmm. like just feel like a hundred percent. I think it's even whenever people say, you know, they're about to have kids and they're like, oh, we're just not ready for kids. But then people always tell them like, oh, you'll never be ready for kids. I think it's kind of the same sense of like jumping into a wedding where it's like, as long as you have, you know, some finance for like for a kid and, you know, you have a home and you have a place for them to live, like then you're ready. Like you're not going to be hundred percent ready because it's going to take getting used to, but you're still in a sense ready. I think it's kind of the same thing with, um, with photography is once you, feel somewhat good about it and know yourself in a camera situation and know yourself in a shooting day and have seen a wedding play out, I think then just go for it and start learning and growing from then on. Yeah. And I think, I mean, there's no harm in like second shooting and then doing your own wedding. Cause you just, you learn, you learn every, so true. every wedding is different and you learn something new from every wedding. Yeah. Practice, practice, practice is yeah. key. I totally get that. And how did like the, even the confidence factor file in there? Like, how did you gain that confidence from shooting your being a second shooter to going into a wedding or confidence in shooting your first wedding by yourself? Like I said, confidence is probably key. Like second shooting helped with my confidence because I felt like I really kind of knew what I was doing after second shooting, going to like a solo wedding. And I think confidence comes with time. Like you said, you're never going to be fully like confident in doing your first wedding by yourself. Right. But once you get into it, it's not as scary as it may seem. But yeah, confidence. Um, once you get done with your first wedding, you're like, okay, that, you know, that wasn't that bad. I have <laughs> some more confidence. I think I can do that again. Yeah. Um, and it just grows I think over it just, time. It does. Yeah. Like after you do a few, you're like, oh, okay, I'm a pro. Yeah, <laughs> Not really, but I got this. <laughs> I can do this. So true. So true. Okay. Mm-hmm. I do have kind of like a fun question. Oh, actually, before I ask that question, I wanted to talk about just like in a shooting sense now in general, like whether you're doing couple shoot or engagement shoot, or even if you do some family shoots every now and then or a wedding in general, how, how have you been able to like overcome those nerves going into a shoot or did you have nerves? How do you handle those nerves now? All of that. Um, I would say I still have nerves, like to this yeah. day, like every shoot, um, just a little bit of anxiety and ner- like nervousness, you know, meet if you're meeting like new couples too, like if you've never met them before, that's always nerve wracking. So true. Um, and just kind of like showing your personality to them, them, hopefully liking you. Overcoming those nerves is comes with time and practice. 
And I don't feel like you're ever going to be fully just like not nervous for a shoot just because it's exciting. I don't know. It just comes with time, but you'll eventually be less and less nervous, I guess. Mm -hmm. But I still get nervous (laughs) every like wedding. No, I'm the same exact way. Like I will still get nervous or just like, and it can be like excited, nervous too. Like I'm like excited about it, but I'm like unsure of what's going to happen. And like, you're like, don't know, Mm -hmm. but you also want to perform well. And I think that's a good thing. And I've heard a lot of like professional sports people even say like, they still get nervous going into like, you know, a game or whatever. And they're like, that's a good thing though. It's like, it's what helps you like get through it. It's like, what shows that you're really passionate about it. It's what shows that you're excited And so I think it's a good thing. And there's like, obviously those nerves that you're just nervous because you haven't done it enough time and just takes practice. But again, there's also those nerves of just it being exciting and you're unsure of what's going to happen or like how you're going to get along with that client or what you're going to say. And so it's just a very, it's a natural part of being a human in general, no matter what your profession is. And so I think just like letting yourself feel those nerves is okay. Like you were saying, like, it's just very normal to be able to feel those nerves and yes. to still feel nervous. Like I think a lot of beginner photographers can even like get like a misperception, like, perf- uh, what's the word? Like a misperception. Yes. Yes. I don't know why yeah. I'm struggling to find <laughs> that word of like photographers now, like never feeling nerves, like, Oh, they just never get nervous. And I'm like, yes. that's not necessarily true. Like maybe some people feel less nervous than others or like, you know, nerves for each people every single person works differently. But like I said, like there's pro sports people or there's people in like really professional jobs or like people that get into meetings and like their corporate jobs that like still get nervous about those kind of things because we're human and we want to do a good job. So I think it just shows that you actually want to do a good job and you care. Yeah. And I I love that you said that it's like a good thing because it means you're passionate about it. I I think that's so true because like you're not nervous and you're probably just not your heart's not really in it um so I think getting nervous is good and like getting little butterflies makes you excited yeah um and means you love what you do exactly I think it would be more like weird if you were like oh yeah I don't care like don't get nervous yeah I don't care okay I'm not nervous (laughs) okay fun kind of question now so if you could go back to your beginning self like when you first started photography What's like one thing or a few things or whatever you think of, um, what's like one thing that you would want to tell your beginning self or remind yourself? I would just tell myself to know like your worth and Mm -hmm. like know and not let people like take advantage of you. Cause like I started out doing weddings for like $400. Like, no, I I don't know. I was the same way. That's the same. Okay. I don't know if what people start out with like I've never really I feel like people don't talk about that like what they charge for their first wedding but I was charging like maybe four dollars maybe less and I just and for like engagement shoots I would charge like fifty dollars sixty dollars because I was the exact same way actually my first wedding I didn't they didn't want me to edit it at all but I shot it for two hundred (laughs) dollars and so and it was like a it was like a really long wedding I don't even remember I think it was like eight hours but it was like two hundred dollars and they like wanted very little edit like no to little edit so like they didn't really care that much but it was like you just don't know when you're starting and I feel like that's okay but like yeah it's definitely something I would like to talk to my future vast self about too 
Yeah. And I think for like people listening and anyone wanting to like start the journey of, you know, being a wedding photographer or even just a photographer in general, um, just like know your worth, know, know, charge what you want to charge because people will respect, like people that pay that will respect you more than the clients that want to pay like $2. Like (laughs) I think like people that pay more respect you more than people that pay less because they know your worth and they they trust you and they're probably going to be the better clients in the long run and I get when you're starting out you know you're not as experienced but but still kind of like respect yourself and know your worth um because it goes a long way I feel like and just having like confidence and what you're doing um that goes a long way too No, so true. And I think that's one of the things I definitely even learned at beginning too, was like knowing my worth because I was like, oh, if I charge, I have to charge less because I'm not worth that much yet. Or I need to charge less because people won't hire me if I don't do that. And Mm -hmm. I I guess I didn't realize like it was almost hurting myself more than it was helping myself because it's just like, if you wanted to buy a nice white t-shirt, like one white t-shirt is $5, but the other is like 20. Like if you're trying to invest in a nice t-shirt, you'd probably buy the $20 one, even if they were the exact same t-shirt because people associate like worth with like money. And so just like knowing yes. your worth because people, like you said, will respect you more. And it's kind of funny because you think the opposite, but like, yeah, that's so true. I love how you pointed that out. Okay. And then the last thing I kind of wanted to talk about just like for beginning photographers is I think sometimes beginning photographers kind of struggle with like their client process, like how to talk to clients, what that initial inquiry and like booking looks like. And so I almost just wanted to hear about what that looks like for you now, or like even just tips that you have for people that are like starting those inquiries and like starting getting bookings and what that interaction looks like. That's definitely a scary thing when you're starting out is you just don't know how to navigate that part of the business. And I think kind of getting a client management system like HoneyBook or something like that. Will you um, explain to people who don't know like what is HoneyBook or what is like a client management system? Oh, right. Yeah. Um, so HoneyBook is basically your all-in-one like booking system type thing. So you can connect your HoneyBook to your website. And so when people fill out your contact form, it'll kind of go to your HoneyBook and it'll give you all their information. And then you can reach back to them on the HoneyBook and it organizes all your bookings and like shows you your new inquiries. It has contracts, like templates that you can use in like inside the HoneyBook. That's um, like the, the template area. It just has yeah different. It has like contracts and it keeps up with all your expenses. Um, so you can get paid through HoneyBook. Um, so you can send like invoices through it. It's like an all-in-one thing and it keeps your business so organized. And it's like, instead of like going through your email, like trying to see like, oh, did I get back to them? Or did I reach back out to them? But I love it because you can send like contracts and invoices and it's just all in the same place. And it's super easy and really helpful, um, especially when you're starting out because you don't really know what you're doing. And the initial like process when someone books with you, like that first thing you say kind of goes a long way. I feel like your first like response back. Um, So I feel like that's like a big thing and just making them feel like, like they know you and like making them feel comfortable is a big thing. 
just being like really friendly and not too salesy, you know? And also I have a, I kind of made it myself, made my own like PDF form that I send people that has like my pricing and like all the info on it. I think sending that to clients is a big thing um, because it shows them like everything they need to know and they're not asking you a million questions. And I feel like it just makes them feel kind of like comfortable, like you know what you're doing. Yeah, that's that's kind of how I use HoneyBook within like inquiries and stuff like that. Yeah, I love how you even said like, not being too salesy because I think we can get in our mindset of like, mm-hmm. oh, we have to be super professional and like be like, good evening, Mr. Blah blah blah. Thank you for your inquiry. Yeah. Like, like I, sure. usually when people like it's good to be professional, like you definitely want to be professional, but you also want to like show personality because people love that connection point. They love being able to really understand who you are and who your business is. And they don't want to hire a robot. They want to hire a person who's going to like show personality in the photos and like be able to connect with them really well and make them feel comfortable. And when you show your personality and who you are, and that can be anything, like you can be a little bit more shy and reserved, but really sweet, or you can be like crazy and outgoing, but like whatever your personality is, Like, I think that's so important to show whenever someone initially inquires or whenever you are having that initial client interaction, just showing who you are, because that's going to make them feel comfortable and it's going to make them want to also be who they are, which is going to help just pictures flow so much better. So I love how you Yeah. And, uh, and when clients like feel like they like you, like if they like your personality, I think they are more inclined to book with you. Like if they, you know, they like your pictures okay, but they really love so your personality. I think that's a big thing is them liking you as a person and like liking your personality because it makes the whole process so much easier. Such a difference. Um, I totally agree yeah. with you. I love that. Well, thank you so much for sharing all of these tips. I really appreciate yeah, you're it. Welcome. I know I've gotten these questions so many different times. So I know people are going to find this really, really helpful. But yeah, I hope it is. Yes, no, 100%. And thank you so much for being on the podcast today. <laughs> no, thank you. I'm so excited to talk to you today. Yes, absolutely. So fun. Okay, well, I hope you have a great rest of your day and we'll talk again soon, I know. <laughs> that is it for today. I'm so glad Hattie got to come on here and share the things she wished she knew when starting photography. If you want to know a little bit more about her, I will have her information and platforms linked in the show notes. Also, if you enjoyed this episode, it would help me out so much if you could spend five minutes to give it a five-star review. Besides that, I will see you in the next episode.